You're listening to The Rec League, a basketball podcast produced by The Rec. For more information from the show, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rec League Pod. Now let's get to today's episode. All right, so around the third quarter or whenever it was that the Lakers got that 30-point lead, I was thinking just one question I was going to ask y'all first. And I guess I'm going to ask Dula first because he was the one that was most confident about this seven-game prediction. Did the Lakers look like a team that was just better than the Blazers tonight or an actual championship team? Tonight, they just looked better than the Blazers. I will just say AD got the better of them. The mismatch was obvious. AD was clicking on all engine ceilings, everything. He was good to go. And they just could not stop that. And McCollum didn't help them. And, you know, Dame's unfortunate. But still, they didn't really get their offense together. It just seemed like it was going to be a game that they would normally lose. And then they'll come back in the next two games. But now with the injury, that's uh, snowballing right now. Brenna, I think it was you the other day that we were talking to. Maybe it was Dan. We were we was trying to figure out, like, how much would LeBron come out with? Like, LeBron's going to score 40. LeBron's going to score 50. He's going to get aggressive. I mean, how much did he score tonight? Like 10 points? He didn't, he didn't even have yeah, to do much. Like 10 points. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, today, was that, today was that signature AD game. You know, they, they, everybody's bonding. One of them is bound to have, like, a signature game that's, like, dedicated to them. And I think today was uh, that eight, today was AD's game. You know what I'm saying? Everybody kind of, like, showed up. KCP was hitting threes. Danny Green was hitting threes. At one point, I'm like, damn. Like, he's a, he's a whole different um, Laker team tonight. Um, and to, I mean, make it worse, you know, Dame got, Dame got hurt. But I feel like um, game – Two is basically just swing the momentum back to the Lakers. And uh, I think moving forward, it's probably Lakers in five or Lakers in six. Anthony Davis, 31 points, 11 rebounds. I mean, Brandon, I mean, are you about to come down from the seven-game series prediction? Uh, yeah, I mean, right now with the Dame injury, it's a big question mark. Uh, you know, the seven games, you know, might go down to maybe like six-game series, maybe five-game series, depending on how he's playing off that injury. They got outplayed today. You know, Anthony Davis had a great game, and they definitely heard the noise, you know, from, you know, the fans and the media. Anthony Davis said it in, that, in his post-game interview. You know, he heard people talking. Charles Barkley looks like a clown with his sweet prediction. But, you know, uh, hopefully Dane <laughs> could find a way to rally the truth. <laughs> and, you know, and they, and they could, you know, make this a you know, competitive series. It's still 1-1. And, you know, they got to make adjustments. That's what it's about. So let's see what they counter with, what their coaching style comes with, and, you know, what they come out with in game three, how Dane's looking. Uh, Dan, you made a smart point last game about how the Blazers was in foul trouble and still AD was playing on the perimeter. We didn't really get to see, like, how smart he would play in a close game tonight. But, like, what do you think about the approach tonight? I was, I was, just, I was just watching. I was like, yeah, I wanted to see AD was going to be aggressive because, like, I saw Whiteside was only a non was only a factor because AD just was staying at the three point line, you know. Like yo, as a, as a player as as good as Hassan White Hassan Whiteside is when it comes to stats, like basketball wise, he's not that intelligent, you know. what I'm saying when it comes to like actually like being a factor, because um AD is more more skilled and more has a better IQ than Hassan Whiteside. I was like yo, just AD can literally like post up and and, and beat him in the paint. So I don't understand why he was he was trying to be Chris Bosh like. He was on a three-point line, and today he, he was aggressive from the, from the beginning to the end. He was, he was actually grabbing re- rebounds a lot. He was getting offensive rebounds. He was doing everything. He was, like, blocking shots and passing, doing everything. Like, um, and I, I, was, I, was, I was happy. I was watching until I realized, okay, this is the AD that LeBron actually needs going forward, you know? Yo, Dula, so the, the Lakers played literally all of their players, like all 13 of their players. And, and Rondo, I think, is probably going to be back here by the second round. 
Uh, it looks like uh, Vogel doesn't have his rotation yet. Who's supposed to be getting more minutes? Like, who should be getting more minutes? Well, everyone's leading to Rondo. Uh, Rondo's the obvious one because the guard with Caruso not being there. Um, Avery Bradley is the big miss. That's yeah, of course, there. of course. And I think, you know, he had some flashes. Kyle Kuzma, but you heard earlier LeBron, I think someone LeBron said that um, the third player is whoever shows up. So whoever's the hot hand. And I think everyone had their hand in the pot today. But um, I think, we might I have think, a Danny Green game. I thought Morris uh, yeah, was I, great, I, yes. He was great in setting the defense and coming up early on the screens, and he was really key. Him and Caruso were awesome today. Brandon, do you have somebody, Iman, like a single person? I mean, uh, you know, everybody's, like you said, all eyes is pointing to, to, to Rondo to run that second unit and have some playmaking ability. But as you've seen today, Caldwell Pope is big. You know, for for the Lakers hitting those those shots from passes off of Bron, mm. so he he has to step up and hit shots for them to to make a deep run because you know they they need to shoot in the space the floor. Um, Jr. Smith was on the floor tonight. <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, he got some minutes. We got to be seeing. Yeah, some yeah, yeah. I can't wait to yeah, see him course, in the final. Of course, of course, of uh, course. Just had to shout that out. Had to get the jersey guy out there. Um, Brandon, you you should be happy today the most. Yeah, I mean. The Rockets came through, and we had a big stretch in the fourth, so I was happy with that. You know, with Harden on the bench, guys actually stepped up, even though they were scaring me for a minute. I think uh, we made, we missed the most. We took the most threes for NBA team playoff record, and we missed the most threes. So kind of a weird game, honestly. I saw all the scenes of uh, uh, Russ on the sideline coaching. I was like, yo, the Rockets better keep him there. <laughs> the, Rock- the Rockets – the Rockets actually playing a weird game because like it's like it's, it's been a weird. It's uh, honestly I don't know how LeBron and um and Harden are gonna play the next series. They both advance, but like it seems like they are not really playing like themselves, and their teams are still coming up with wins. So it's like like Harden today. How many points he had? Like what? Less than twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, and I'm that's crazy. And they 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 they, they won fairly. Like I'm saying, they had a they had a they had a good win. It's like it's kind of weird, you know, like. I feel like the Rockets are actually getting um, they getting they getting help from everybody else. Like I know Osiris came in, gave him a good minutes. Um, TJ um, um, PJ Tucker was giving him good minutes. Um, even Daniel House. Yeah, Daniel House had had a big stretch. Um, all those guys stepped. Jeff Green, he was Jeff Green, um, a minimum best player. Yeah. He had he, he stepped up, hit some some big threes for us. So you know these guys are stepping up off the bench and. Most of it is because teams, you know, they're, they're setting up schemes to, to limit Harden, of course. And, you know, he's getting his assists out. He's probably averaging over seven assists in the playoffs. So he's not scoring as well, hitting his threes, but he's definitely getting, you know, the ball open to these guys and they're hitting their shots. Yo, Brandon, so this is going to be a complicated question because who knows what version of the Rockets is going to show up next, next round. Um, but it looks like we could have a Rockets-Lakers series uh, how confident would you be in that in that case? I mean, that's gonna be a tough series just because, like, I do always look at the the rebounding. So you always got to see if you get out rebounded in games, and you know you can't be giving up second chance points. That's where you get killed. But it, the defense that I saw today and the game, like I saw today, where dudes wasn't hitting their shots, and our defense kept us in the game. So if we can play like that, and the shots are falling, you know that definitely could be a long series. For me, for me, it's Anthony Davis. If he wants to attack and he's ready to switch on defense and not get, get caught by the speed, he will be a terrible mismatch for you guys. Uh, another question for you, Dola. The 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 one four 
the inevitable one four in the East. It looks like uh, Heat Bucks. Dan pointed out Duncan Robinson the other day, and he was on fire today. Uh, like I, I again, I read that's. I think the one fours in, in both conferences are going to be really interesting. What would you think about that one? From what you've seen today? From what I saw today, I saw a lot from Bledsoe. So I'm going to stay with the guard position. I'm, I'm happy with that. Giannis, he, he had a decent game. Nothing amazing. Um, in fact, the Magic almost could have come back into that game um, late in the fourth. They were, like, only within, like, 10 at one point. And, you know, Vucevic uh, – Dance boy um, didn't make a shot. But I'm really, really thinking that Butler is going to cause a mockery. He's going to try to get into Giannis's head. Maybe he'll start bringing free agency. I don't know. I, I think Butler might have to do some mind games. Basketball-wise, throughout the season, the Heat's gotten better of the Bucks. But I do, I do think Milwaukee is the more sound team when you look at the whole floor. Shout out Duncan Robinson, the three-point sniper. Yeah, Duncan Robinson is nice. The Heat, from what I saw today, they they looking like they got a squad that's going to play hard. And Jimmy Butler, even hitting threes now, he's taking his game to a different level for the playoffs. So, like, you, you can't count them out, especially with Eric Spolstra. We were talking about coaches, you know, top coaches in the NBA. You know, he's won he's won titles and he's a great defensive mind. Started, you know, with the Heat as a video coordinator. He he might set something up to, you know, limit Giannis. And this is going to be on Middleton. And you know, we we already talked about uh, his Breacher Report ranking. If he's going to live up to that, it's going to be a big difference to see who wins that series. Honestly, I just want to see if Middleton Middleton's in these playoffs. I haven't seen him. I I don't know if you guys seen him in the playoffs. Chris Milkarton. <laughs> yeah, my 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 man had two points today, so he pulled a KCP almost. Yo, uh, uh wait, wait, wait. I didn't watch that again. Middletown only had two points. He had two points, bro. <laughs> two points the whole entire game. Yes, bro. Two points. Oh, get that man out of here, bro. Get that man out of here. <laughs> son, son, very, he had he had me asking the qu- same question I was asking during the during the the Celtics game, which is yo, how much Tobias make? How much how much Chris Middleton make? Like that, like yo, when you watching the game and you wondering how how much somebody make, it's like nah, that's how you know it's bad. It's the GM's fault or the team's fault. I I that, the way you just spend that money like that is just nah. But Dan Dan Dan, you're about to say something. Oh no no, I was actually let's not even talk about that. The, the, the Tobias make because Tobias one he he's like the what the top five in the in the league or one in terms of contract. Like yeah, uh, nah, he, he's he, he's he's a scammer. I don't even want to talk about him. <laughs> like, he, All right, so uh, the last thing I want to talk about is Denver, Utah tomorrow. Because Dan, you weren't giving. Now, now I gotta say on the flip side, you were right about some things, but you weren't giving Utah much of a chance in that second game. And you was basically saying, you were basically saying, yo, uh, Donovan Mitchell not walking through that door scoring fifty, but it was a complete team performance. It's crazy, but you know what's crazy? What I learned from that game, I realized that. I realized that Donovan Mitchell actually can't get bucket anytime he wanted. Because if you think about it, in the in the first two quarters, he was getting everybody involved. And he was like, yes. he, he had like, like 10 points. And then during the third quarter, he was like, all right, whatever. Everybody got involved. Now I'm just going to go out there and score 20. Word. Word. And I was um, like, okay, du- well, nobody could guard him. Yo, Dool, I seen your tweet where you said if he still keeps playing like this, he can have the point guard uh, position. Yeah, because so Conley was back. supposed to take it Conley over. but. Yeah, but kind of, as I'm saying, but going forward, the contract and everything, if you, I, I always t- tussled with, does he want to be a point guard? Does he want to be a shooting guard? I think of the Dwayne Wade thing, but then I also think of scoring guards like D. Rose and Westbrook. 
But today's performance, forget about the 57 point. Today's performance really was a sound performance in terms of being the primary ball handler and facilitating the ball and sharing it out evenly and getting the open shots and showing that we are one of the top shooting teams in the NBA from the three-point percentage. And um, it was amazing. And um, that's like people talk about the 57 points. I think that was one of the best performances you can have as a player in the NBA where your team just routes them. Also, on the flip side, uh, play devil's advocate. Um, it, we were just shooting ridiculous. It looked, it, we looked like how the Magic looked in game one against the Bucks. So I'm going to have a little bit. But at one point, Donovan said in that game, he's like, I figured out something. I figured out something. And that's when the blowout started to happen. <laughs> yeah, so I think he figured out that pick yeah. and roll with Ingles. And that's a wrap. The real question is, what y'all doing tomorrow? Y'all getting a dub or what? Um, I want to get a dub. You got you to apply the pressure, stay on them. The momentum, we took them to overtime, and then we just blew them out. So we just got to keep I have, sure a, we have a question. I have a question. Was it Sixers game and ass whooping to the point y'all didn't want to talk about it? <laughs> Yo, we, I was about to – I was trying to start talking about it. Bro, bro, I was, I was trying to I was trying to start talking about it with Tobias, but she was like, yo, we're not even going to talk about them. They're not even worthy of my words. That's what it sounded like you were saying. I don't, I don't want to talk about Tobias. He's not really, but I want to talk about how I predicted that. I actually wanted, you remember uh, me and you, Jamel, was talking. I was like, I actually yeah. wanted him to give um, and beat the ball because I know yeah. he won't make it past third or fourth quarter. And that's what happened. <laughs> he, he, he gassed out. He, he, he gassed out. He came in snapping. He gassed out. And I feel like nobody could buy a book. He was uh, doing Tatum pirouettes. Has a flame Tatum he has a flamethrower, too. So, yep. You know what I'm saying? So obviously you, they gotta somebody's gotta score. Then B, you cannot expect your center to be the main to so, really just do everything. He was no, out there so, like Hakeem though, like the third first quarter. So 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 Dan, I, so, so Dan, I wanna know I wanna know like what, what is Tatum what is Tatum capable of? Because again, they get to a certain point in these series where I start looking at the next the next round. And I'm trying to think like T- Toronto might be more talented than than the Boston Celtics. Deeper, I'll say, deeper than the Celtics. But can Tatum kind of have these performances for seven games straight where he's pulling the team above them? You know it's crazy. We've smacked the we smacked the Raptors a lot because like we I, actually we've beat them more. Talk, talk, talk your shit, Corte. We we smacked the Raptors this season like twice. Both both like two games <laughs> blowouts too. I, I tell you this, Siakam, Siakam, as good as Siakam is, like he's not better than Tatum. So that match got him on clip. Jalen Brown no, no, Jalen Brown Jalen Brown's one of the best defensive Players we got, and now Hilbert is out. It gives Tatum more offensive, like you say. Who, who but then now we get a defensive Fred? beast. Who locking on Fred VanVleet. We got we got Marcus Smart. We got Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart will chase him around everywhere. As long as we keep Marcus Smart on VanVleet, and then Siakam and um and Kemba and um Kyle Lowry and then Siakam and Tatum could do whatever they do. And then it comes down to we don't even have to face and beat anymore. So now we don't have to worry about height. Because literally our our the fact that we don't have a big is why we're struggling so much against and who does Toronto have in the in the, in the paint? Marcus 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 like Marcus is like a century year old, bro. I know. <laughs> I know, man. You asked my name. Yeah. <laughs> no, he started. He started to look like pal. All right. Last thing. We, last thing. We got to get to this. Yo, Dallas showed up. They beat. Yes. They beat LA kind of comfortably. Um. Yes. By the by by the, by the end of it. Uh, and uh, when they win like that, kind of got me looking at game one. Like, what would have happened if KP was in yeah. there? What are y'all thoughts about game three? I think I think the Clippers will win game three. It's because Kawhi is mad. 
and, and um and PG Kawhi always had to find a rhythm. And Paul George got to show up for his yeah playoffs. Show up his yeah. Because it's a question right now. Yo, I saw that Kawhi was trying to will that game. He was trying to get that thing down to ten. It was getting close, and then some nonsense happened. And and no, Paul George really got to come out. Everybody, you can't be called pandemic P during a pandemic, <laughs> and it's the playoffs. Yeah, they, like, they can't, they can't, they rushing him all crazy right now. Put yo, so yeah. posts and everything. Yeah, but I do want to give some props to you know. I kind of we. I always thought it was stupid the Knicks traded Porzingis. I know he was injured, trying to shift salary, get DeAndre. But the the two Euros, the size, the ball handling, Luca, the tenacity, and then just the range and length of Porzingis, it's a good tandem. And the offense is lethal. You got Trey Burke showing up from Michigan, you know, and that team can score, and the Clippers have to play some defense or Doc's in trouble. And um, Tress got to get healthy. He's not healthy, and um, I think that's a point I can look at going forward. Is you know, if, the, if I know they're I mean, not the, I think a, the Mavericks had the number one offense. The Mavericks had like the number two, yes. or top three offense, right? No, they're, the yeah. Mavs had the number one. The Mavs had the number one offense. Rockies number. Yeah, two. so it's so it's, yeah, so it's like it's, it's crazy. It's like yo, I didn't even realize the the Mavs had the number one offense. They really got shooters on that team. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Let's creep. Yeah, they got they got Seth, they got Chef Curry. They got yeah, Curry Bird. They got, yeah. <laughs> Tim Hardaway Jr. hitting threes. They got Finley Smith hitting threes. Luca hitting threes. Porzingis. Yo, so the last thing I, because I, I completely forgot, and I was about to let this go. The draft lottery happened tonight. Timberwolves at Next one. Golden through. State. Golden State at two. The the Hornets at three. I really want to know what Golden yeah. State is about to do with this, bro. Golden, Golden State, State has a second pick. They about to use that to cash in. That's what they about to do. Yeah, because the only person that would make sense to them is to draft a center, which is Wiseman. So I don't yeah. see them drafting the other guards. Like, or they, they, or they, they could the trade that pick to the Knicks and, and come up off of Mitchell Robinson. My thing is just rookie salaries are so cheap. You, if you can get a great player in a rookie salary and it's a Wiseman, it's a fit, and he builds into that Warrior culture, that can be great. And all the Warriors are already such an attractive team. They can get rid of some salaries and – or expiring contracts and get a good player that way because you already have a decent player on a small salary. So uh, the war, it's 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 a it's a ball pit for these guys. Uh, they have a fun team to make, and uh, I'm just looking forward if I get to see Andrew Wiggins, A.K. Harrison Barnes again, but he could be gone. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm gonna ask this. Harrison 2.0. I I think I'm gonna ask Brandon this last one because. Uh, I, I felt like you'd be paying attention the most to this. Like where where's uh, Melo going? Like, what number would you think? Now that we see the draft order. Right. In, in that particular order that came up with the lottery, he's probably looking most likely like he's going to, to the Hornets at this, you know, at this rate, at number three. Um, and you want that because you want LeVar to play Michael Jordan. You want mm-hmm. <laughs> Cortez, what do you think about that? <laughs> Cortez, what do you think about that, Melo at three? Yeah, I, I, th- I think Melo's going three. I think because I think um I think I think Melo's going three. That's why I had him too. Yeah, uh, the Knicks the Nick, man Unless again. the Knicks trade up, unless the Knicks trade up, that's the I would love to have him, I, bro. Well. I would love to have him in New York. I would love to, but 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 what would they that's what would they the give up? The only team that that has interest to wow and trade up and try and get him. Who, who, who does the Knicks have that anybody want? Um, Brandon said Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson. I mean, the Richard Robinson can be a, he can be a good look on um on um Golden State Warriors though. I mean, the right, good thing yeah. the Knicks got is the Garden, man. That's it, man. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, when's the, when's the, when's the date? By the way, let me see. When's the date for the for the draft? It's supposed to be in October, October sixteenth, okay. but uh, that's getting pushed back. Sources yeah. say Adam Silver said today. He said that you know the league ain't even gonna start on December first no more. Are you thinking it pushed back? So Whoa. you know they, they even, released that report. Shan, Shan said that I think uh, you know free agency in the draft gonna get pushed. Up. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. Anyway, y'all, we got this one in the books, man. All right, y'all. Good shit. Good All right, good shit. Thanks again for listening to the Rec League, a basketball podcast produced by the Rec. If you like what you hear so far. Remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review. See you next time.